This is Jay Webb for International Gospel Hour. For 80 years, churches of Christ have proclaimed God's Word through International Gospel Hour. You are about to listen to another Bible-based lesson with Jeff Archie of International Gospel Hour. Starting now. A big thank you to our Jay Webb and greetings to each and every one of you. It is good to have you today. Might I ask, do you recall the sweet little song we sing with our children about the wise man? You know, the wise man built his house upon the rock. And how the concluding stanza teaches the lesson that says, So, build your house on the Lord Jesus Christ, and the blessings will come down. Acts chapter 4 and verse 12 reminds us, There is salvation in none other. Today, let's talk about the church that we read of in the New Testament and the foundation of that church. Would we not agree that our lives are better when built upon Christ? And since we are speaking of the church within this broadcast, our Jay Webb has something special for you. Brother Jay? Today, dear friends, we'd like to send to you absolutely free a special study booklet titled, The Lord's Church as Revealed in Acts. This is a great study of the book of Acts, the actions of the apostles, and the reactions to the preaching of Christ. Please call toll-free at 1-855-IGH-6988 and leave your name, address, and just say, Acts Study. That's it. Again, call toll-free at 1-855-IGH-6988 and please leave your name, address, and just say, Acts Study. You may also go to our website at internationalgospelhour.com, click on the Contact tab, and leave us the same information. Name, address, and type ACTS Study. That's A-C-T-S Study. We'll send it as soon as possible. Thanks always for your interest in the study of God's Word. And now, here is Jeff. Thank you, Jay. And folks, we look forward to hearing from all of you. Contact us today for your study of the Lord's Church as revealed in Acts. But for now, let us discuss the foundation of said church. Our lesson text is 1 Corinthians chapter 3, verses 10-14. through 14. From 1 Corinthians 3, 10-14, the Apostle Paul writes, According to the grace of God which was given to me as a wise master builder, I have laid the foundation and another builds on it, But let each one take heed how he builds on it. For no other foundation can anyone lay than that which is laid, which is Jesus Christ. Now if anyone builds on this foundation with gold, silver, precious stones, wood, hay, straw, each one's work will become clear, for the day will declare it, because it will be revealed by fire, and the fire will test each one's work of what sort it is. If any if any one's work rather which he has built on it endures he will receive a reward a foundation consider the house wherein you are living aren't you thankful for a solid foundation as we mentioned the little song of the wise man who built his house on the rock which we find that from Matthew chapter 7 verses 24 through 27 and Luke 6, verses 46 through 49, 
I love Luke's account that speaks of the wise man who digged deep and laid the foundation on a rock. That solid bedrock, as it is called, is so important. Time would not permit me to elaborate, but I've watched foundation repair workers, along with those in construction, get down to the bedrock because it is solid and strong and keeps the foundation solid. Spiritually speaking, the foundation, the bedrock of the church, is much stronger. Let's consider our lesson text and look at these areas. The first area is we want to look at Christ, the content of the foundation. Verse 11 says, again, for no other foundation can anyone lay than that which is laid, which is Jesus Christ. This was prophesied of old, dear friends, in Isaiah 28, verses 16 and 17. Thus saith the Lord God, Behold, I lay in Zion for a foundation, a stone, a tried stone, precious cornerstone, a sure foundation. He that believeth shall not make haste. Dear friends, do you see that description so clear? A stone, a tried stone, precious cornerstone, sure foundation. And then we also note the psalmist in Psalm 118, verses 22 and 23. The stone which the builders refuse is become the headstone of the corner. This is the Lord's doing. It is marvelous in our eyes. Dear friends, this was fulfilled in the New Testament by Jesus Christ. As we begin, consider with me Matthew 16, beginning with verse 13. The Bible says, When Jesus came into the region of Caesarea Philippi, He asked His disciples, saying, Who do men say that I, the Son of Man, am? So they said, Some say John the Baptist, some Elijah, and others Jeremiah or one of the prophets. He said to them, But who do you say that I am? Simon Peter answered and said, You are the Christ, the Son of the living God. Jesus answered and said to him, Blessed are you, Simon Barjona, for flesh and blood has not revealed this to you, but my Father who is in heaven. And I also say to you that you are Peter, and on this rock I will build my church, and the gates of Hades shall not prevail against it. And I will give you the keys of the kingdom of heaven, And whatever you bind on earth will be bound in heaven, and whatever you loose on earth will be loosed in heaven. When I look at this text, I am reminded of several years ago that my wife and I joined other Christians and traveled to what we would call the Holy Lands, to Israel, and all around that region. And I remember we entered into what is now called modern-day Tiberias, which in biblical times was called that area of Caesarea Philippi. As I stood back and looked over all the excavations that all the archaeologists have carried through, the work that has been done, and the history therein, this was a solid, rocky area where they would build the temples or build their places of worship out from the rocks. And when you stand there and you start talking about stones and rocks and things that are solid, Jesus had the perfect illustration to teach forth the lesson because they could see the solid rock therein. And they could see the things that were being built. 
And as I stood there and read that with our group, it was very humbling to stand. I don't know where the spot actually was, but to be in that area where our Lord stood and made this statement about the church. Now, let's talk about this text just a little bit and notice the use of words concerning stone. First of all, it's interesting to see how Peter's name is used here. Peter's name is in the Greek word petros, which is defined as a small stone. In John 1 and verse 42, when Jesus met Peter, he said that he should be called Cephas, which by interpretation is a stone. So Peter's name, or Cephas, is concerning a stone, but a small stone. It's totally different from the word rock in this text. On this rock, or Petra, is that Greek word. Two different Greek words. And Petra means a solid stone, or the bedrock. Now, remember that word we mentioned earlier? It is the same word that is used here in Matthew 16 and verse 18. It's the same word used in Matthew 7, 24 and 25 of the wise man who built his house upon the rock, the solid stone, the bedrock, and parallels perfectly with the wise man, uh, the parallel in Luke 6, 46 through 49, who digged deep, who digged deep and laid the foundation on a rock. Also, this word Petra is used concerning the tomb of Christ, that it was cut out into the rock, a solid rock, of which Joseph of Arimathea had cut out a tomb for Jesus to be buried. It was a new tomb, and he gave that tomb for the Christ. So when you look at these words in Matthew 16:18 and if you read it in the Greek substituting the words which would be accurate it would go like this Back to verse 17 Jesus answered Peter and said Blessed are you Simon Barjona for flesh and blood has not revealed this to you but my Father who is in heaven and I also say to you that you are Petros small stone And on this Petra, solid stone, I will build my church, and the gates of hell, or Hades, shall not prevail against it. Nothing will prevail against the Lord's church. Not a thing. And it is the confession of Peter that he was the Christ, the Son of the living God, that Jesus, when Peter said, you are the Christ, the Son of the living God, he is the Christ the Son of the living God, and dear friends, He is the content. He is our foundation on which the church is built. Upon this rock, upon this Petros, or rather this Petra, this solid bedrock of, I am the Christ, the Son of the living God, the confession that Peter made, the small stone, if you will, recognized the bedrock, the strong or solid stone. And because of this confession, you are the Christ, the Son of the living God, that is a solid bedrock and a foundation on which the church was to be built, and the church was built. When we go back and look at the stone, the tried stone, the precious cornerstone that we noted from Isaiah 28, 16, and 17, and Psalm 118, 22, and 23, 
Listen to Matthew 21 and verse 42. This was the comment after the parable of the wicked husbandman. And Jesus affirmed that he was the foundation. Jesus saith unto them, Did you never read in the Scriptures, The stone which the builders rejected, the same is become the head of the corner? This is the Lord's doing, and it is marvelous in our eyes. What a beautiful, beautiful thought. Dear friends, when we take a look at Matthew sixteen thirteen through 19, we go back to the Old Testament and see the prophecies in Isaiah 28 and Psalm 118. We see the fulfillment in Matthew 21 and verse 42. Dear friends, what we have here about the church is a prophecy and a promise. And indeed, it was fulfilled. The Lord did build His church. And when we continue throughout the Bible in the book of Acts, the Acts of the Apostles, the Acts or Actions of the Apostles, that we learn in Acts chapter 2, verse 47, the Lord added to the church daily such as should be saved. They were adding to the church. Which church? The church that Christ said, I will build in Matthew 16 and verse 18. This is the stone which was set at naught of you builders, which is become the head of the corner. Neither is there salvation in any other, for there is none other name under heaven given among men, whereby we must be saved. Acts 4, 11 and 12. Isn't it something that as Peter and John stood before the council, that they brought forth this text, a text that no doubt they knew being Jews. They were aware of the prophecies of Isaiah and the writings of the psalmist. And yet, here is Peter and John, directed by the Spirit to preach and proclaim what God, through Christ, intended for them to preach. And just simply preaching Christ, he looked at the council and Peter said, This is the stone which was set at naught of you builders. This was the one that you put aside. He has become the head of the corner, or that solid cornerstone. He is the bedrock, the foundation, and there is salvation in none other. You can't save yourself any other way. There's none other name under heaven given among men, whereby we must be saved. Oh, dear friends, as we talk about the foundation of the church, we cannot help but to see that Christ is the content Dear friends, as it has been said before, we need help to misunderstand that. That Jesus Christ is the foundation of the church. That the church would be built up on Jesus Christ, the Son of the living God. And you know, dear friends, we cannot go wrong building on Jesus Christ. Remember our little children, so build your house on the Lord Jesus Christ. We cannot go wrong building on Christ. Let's pause with our study as our J-Webb shares with you a great study about Christ. J? Kind listeners, would you love to know more about Jesus? To know more of the victory one has in Christ? We have a special study in one booklet called Victory in Jesus, and it is absolutely free. Please call toll-free at 1-855-IGH-6988 and leave your name, address, and just say Victory Study. That's it. Again, call toll-free at 1-855-IGH-6988. And please leave your name, address, and just say Victory Study. 
You may also go to our website at internationalgospelhour.com, click on the Contact tab, and leave us the same information, name, address, and type Victory Study. We'll send it as soon as possible. We appreciate our listeners and your interest in the things of Christ. And now, let's return to Jeff and our study. And now, dear friends, let's consider the foundation, and let's go with number two here. Not only do we see Christ the content, but now careful the contributions. In verse 10, remember Paul said, let each one take heed how he builds on it. And in verses 12 and 13, we are reminded concerning what we build. Let's discuss this text a little bit more. Like the little song we noted, are we building our house on the Lord Jesus Christ? Again, we go back to verse 10 of 1 Corinthians 3. According to the grace of God which was given to me as a wise master builder, I have laid the foundation, and another builds on it. But let each one take heed how he builds on it. Dear friends, the master builder, this being Paul, is not the architect. Paul is using the grace of God as his plans, the plans that were granted by the architect, by God through Christ. As Paul reads, he's looking through the eyes of grace. He is looking what is granted to him, and in turn he wishes to carefully build the same for others to see. So as Paul is writing this, as Paul reads this, and as we read this, he wants to build carefully. Dear friends, from the very outset, this should be our goal. Listen to what Paul said to the church in Ephesus in Ephesians 2, 19-22. He told these Jews and Gentiles who had obeyed the gospel of Christ, Now therefore you are no more strangers and foreigners, but fellow citizens with the saints and of the household of God, and are built upon the foundation of the apostles and prophets, Jesus Christ himself being the chief cornerstone, in whom all the building fitly framed together, groweth unto an holy temple in the Lord, in whom ye also are builded together for a habitation of God through the Spirit. As Paul was greatly concerned of how he would build, he just simply carried forth the plans of the great architect, God through Christ. And when he would lay that foundation, he was going to lay it exactly according to Christ, because there is none other name under heaven given among men whereby we must be saved. And Paul emphasizes this, to be careful of the contributions, careful what we build on that foundation. And he brings forth a couple of comparisons. He groups them together. He says, now if anyone builds on this foundation, now remember our little song from the children, build your house on the Lord Jesus Christ. If anyone builds on this foundation with gold, silver, precious stones, that's one option, wood, hay, and straw. You can tell a distinct difference between both. For example, if we build on the foundation with, say, gold, silver, precious stones, these are listed as an example that will endure fire. Matter of fact, fire can purify, and the testing will endure, the faith will withstand storms, that we're going to put on the foundation 
stones and lives that are solid, that when we're on the foundation, we want to make certain we're like the wise men. When the storms come, when they beat upon that house and the water rises, the storms of life, when they come, we are solid on the foundation. We cannot be shaken. But upon that foundation, if we build wood, hay, or straw, well, dear friends, that can go up quickly. That will go up fast, as we see later in the verse. It will be revealed by fire, and the fire will test each one's work. Well, what does fire do to wood? Well, it burns it rather quickly. I mean, that's how we keep ourselves warm. We put wood on the fire. And also hay. Hay goes up very quickly. Straw. As a matter of fact, we think about hay or straw or things that we use to start a fire, to get it kindled, to get it going. And so in turn, what are we building on the foundation with our lives? In other words, friends, what are we contributing on the foundation which is Christ? And the question is, how are we building? Because watch the rest of verse 13 that says, Each one's work will become clear, for the day will declare it. The word day there is capitalized, meaning that day of judgment or the day that it will come And it will declare it because it will be revealed by fire. And the fire will test each one's work of what sort it is. Recall Peter's words about the trial of our faith. In 1 Peter 1 and verse 7, he's writing to the Christians of the trial of their faith, being much more precious than of gold that perisheth, though it be tried with fire, might be found unto praise and honor and glory at the appearing of Jesus Christ. You see, that's when the day will declare it. He says your faith would be tried by fire. So the question is, dear friends, what are we contributing to the foundation? Or in other words, are we contributing within the church? Are we enduring the challenges of life? The latter part of Matthew 10:22, Jesus reminds us, He that endureth to the end, the same shall be saved. Are we remaining on that foundation, the foundation that is Jesus Christ? Or have we traded foundations? Dear friends, if so, please know that we will fall. Remember again the little song based on Matthew 7, 24-27 and Luke 6, 46-49. The foolish man built his house upon the sand. And when the rains came down and the floods came up, the foolish man's house went splat because he did not have a good foundation at all. Well, dear friends, if we build our lives on the foundation, Jesus Christ, we must make certain that we're building on that foundation a life that will endure, a life that will press onward. And we cannot put halfway particle board, if you will, or anything that will not withstand the storms of life, and I'm speaking spiritually here. Let us remain on the foundation, which is Jesus Christ. Now, dear friends, we have noted Christ is the content. He is the foundation. We need to be careful of our contributions. And now, dear friends, let's capture or take a hold of the conclusion of this study. From verse 14, if anyone's work which he has built on it endures, he will receive a reward. We want to make certain that we are building on the foundation which is Christ. 
the foundation of the church we read of in the New Testament. Will we endure? How is our endurance? How are we holding up? How are we pressing onward? We ask once again, dear friends, what are we building on the foundation? The storms of life will come. Will we be ready? Are we building upon the foundation of the church? Are we part of the church we read of in the New Testament? Yes, dear friends, the pre-denominational body of Christ, that the church we read of in the New Testament, as we have noted on other occasions, is not a denomination among denominations. Dear friends, I want to be on the foundation of the church that I read of in the New Testament. I want to reference us once again to Matthew seven twenty four through 27 The comparison of the wise man and the foolish man is, The wise man heard and did. The foolish man heard and did not do what he should. Dear friends, are you doing what you need to do? Are you desiring to grow more in your study of God's Word? We once again note the kindness of our J. Webb, who has shared with us two offers today, the Lord's Church as revealed in Acts, and the Victory in Jesus study. And once again, as we come to a close, we'll remind you of our toll-free number of 1-855-IGH-6988, and leave us your name and address and just request those studies. And you can also write us at internationalgospelhour.com, Click on the contact tab and leave us the same information. We will be glad to assist you in your study of God's Word as we all want to build wisely upon the foundation. We want to hear the Word of our Lord as He instructs us in Matthew 15 and verse 10, knowing that hearing we are able to attain the faith from the Word of God, Romans 10:17. We want to please God with our faith, Hebrews 11:6 and accept the beauty of repentance that our Lord teaches and commands in Luke 13 and verse 5. And then in turn, we wish to confess Christ as the Son of God as we've studied today, and to be baptized into Christ for the remission of our sins and added to His church. Dear friends, let's continue our studies together, shall we? I'm Jeff Archie. Thank you for joining me today, and keep listening. Thank you for listening to our broadcast today. We hope, first, that it glorified God. But second, we hope that it edified you. Listen to it again if you need to, or to other lessons in this series, by going to the Media tab at our site, internationalgospelhour.com. God be with you.